Hello, people. Here's another Role Players Are Wonderful episode with original music by Andrew Clotworthy. Go to soundcloud.com slash clotworthy to hear more of his music and follow him on Twitter at Clotwo. To hear the unedited raw feed with all roles and out-of-character discussion intact, go to donate to paw.win to gain access to the podcast are wonderful premium feed. Previously, unrolled players are wonderful. Dungeon Master Bruce Reed Robinson II introduced us to the adventure and its colorful cast of characters, featuring the human bard, Marrow Marcone, played by Greggy, half-orc barbarian Barbara, played by little Alex, the blind Eladrin monk Cat, played by Joe, and the gnomish sorcerer Pommel, played by Big Alex. During the adventure, Pommel and Barbara braved a fire to gain several rocks. Marrow performed a mediocre comedy set for the Bucket Brigade putting out the fire. Cat smoked wizard weed with the front man for the ungrateful undead. And finally, the gang received a quest to solve the mystery of the fire. What will happen next? <laughs> Find out in this installment of Role Players Are Wonderful. Character sheets and swords and sorcery. And we made a show because being friends is neat. Epic quests and treasure chests. And all that because we have to admit. Role players are wonderful. Role players are wonderful. So what you guys know now is that this dude, in exchange for information, will give you this magical orb. And he's telling you that two people in town that he is familiar with, um, or you know, these two people that he knows around town might be able to point you in the right direction of you know what happened so Keth mm-hmm. you know because your perception and your travels through town your perception roll was so high earlier um, you know that uh, Ronan Shadow is a human bard who runs this brothel and the only thing that you know about her is that she's very very smart and she runs a very profitable business and uh, even though she runs a brothel, she's highly respected in the town, and people don't double-cross this woman. So, she is to be um, a little bit feared and very much respected. You are unaware of who Pop-Tart MacGuffin is, but from what Jerry has mentioned, he um, seems to deal in tobacco. So, I'm sure if you asked around, you would be able to find out what the deal with Pop-Tart is. He's a gnome gentleman. So... This is the the beginning of your adventure, and you guys can um, go to I don't know another tavern and ask around. You guys can try to figure out where Pop Tart and Ronan are to go talk to them. So Jerry did not just tell us where these people are. Uh, I mean, you didn't ask him where they are. 
Okay. I assume he's passed out by now. No, he's still fucking noodling, man. He's like, <laughs> he's raging right now. He's having a he's having a good time. He just made four new friends and he had a nice smoke and he's uh he's playing really well tonight. Okay, well, Jerry, uh, you want us to go find these guys? Where are they? Well, Ronan normally sticks around the brothel. She might be out running errands, but Pop Tart almost never leaves his shop, so he is probably in the back rolling up some smokes or something. I don't know. He has a pipe shop over on the west side, and the White Oaks is on the east side. A lot of gang rivalries between them? Uh, not that I know of. Cool. Well, what do you guys think? Who, who should we go for first? Uh, for me personally, I love burlesque babes, so uh, that, that's kind of my thing. So the brothel sounds cool, but then on the other hand, Pop-Tart, I, I know he makes good product. I've sampled it myself. Uh, I, I'm open either way. Should we divide out as teams, me and Pomo and you and Keith? I, I would recommend should... against that. Yeah, I think we should <laughs> stick together. I think we should get to know each other, formulate a plan, then decide where we want to go. Yeah, I don't let's know check out the brothel. It. Sounds like a good plan to me. I, I was open either way, so that's fine with me. Alright, so um, you guys make your way over to the east side and after asking around on, for a couple people on the street, they point you in the direction of the White Oaks brothel. This is another... It basically looks like any other tavern, but when you enter... The building, you're kind of in a reception-looking area. Everything is very tastefully decorated. It's all kind of high class, despite the outside looking a little dilapidated. There's very nice rugs and um, pictures hung on the wall. There's really nice lanterns. Everything's very clean. And uh, sitting at a desk towards the front of the building is a young elf lady she mm. says how can I help you gentlemen who talked to you uh, I'm, I'm kind of a you know a natural diplomat I'm gonna go ahead and speak to this elf lady uh, my friends and I here we're looking for uh, Ronan Shadow we have some questions for her she looks at you dead uh, dead in the eye and says I don't think I can help you with that. Excuse me, I, I, I'm a I'm a traveling perfume salesman, and um, I I wanted to show Ronan some of my stock. You're a fellow elf. You can I, I think you can tell that um, everything here is above board. I just wanted a quick meeting with her, if you wouldn't mind me and my friends. The the young elf lady looks you up and down, and even though she does give you a nice little eyebrow deal, she says, "Well, as much as I'd like to." She doesn't take meetings with people who just walk in and ask for her. She's expecting me. Did she not tell you that? I should be on the list. She says, uh, no, she didn't tell me that. Can I make a bluff check? You can try to bluff your way past this young elf lady. Okay. Uh, this is... That's oh, a 23. Shit. Uh, all right, so um, I'll, I'll pull out like a vial of like just water, like from a lake that I've that I've had on me or something, and just like pull out. This is my newest autumn sample. It is it is imperative that I get this in the hands of Ronan as soon as possible. 
she says, uh, oh, well, I must have just misplaced some of my paperwork today. Well, it happens all the time. You can't be blamed for that. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. Um, is it with all four of you? You are all traveling together? Uh, yes. Yep, these, are my, these, are my, these are my associates. Um, they, they, they mainly carry the stock for me. As, I, as you can see, I am blind, so it helps to have them along. Okay, let me, um, let me go. He's blind, but... It, it really helps with the smell, so That's he's right. the best at making perfume. Quiet, servant. Okay, uh, so well, I'm not a servant. Uh, you are my servant. Please be quiet. <laughs> this the little one likes to mouth off to her boss sometimes. It's it's quite amusing. Yeah, the uh, the young elf lady says, "Right. Um, okay. Well, I'll go inform her that you're here. Excuse me, just a moment." She gets up. And then she walks to an area where you see, like, a door that would lead to um, probably a corridor that would go down to a bunch of rooms or something like that. And instead of going through the door, she takes a right and walks through a bookcase, which you now know is some sort of illusion magic. But you're able to discern that normally she wouldn't have taken that route. It's only because she messed up and your bluff was successful that she was willing to just rush off to go let uh, Ronan know that her meeting was here. Mm-hmm. So, Well, <laughs> Ronan doesn't know that there's a meeting, so should we just follow her? Nope. She comes back a couple minutes later and she says, okay, Ronan will see you now. And then she leads you through the door that she didn't walk through earlier. So then you go down this corridor and three doors on the right is like a different looking door. It's kind of a darker type of oak or something like that with a more ornate door handle on it. And the young elf lady rests her hand on the doorknob and the door just opens without her turning the doorknob. The door opens and the four of you walk in. And then um, from behind you, just hear her say, enjoy your meeting. It was nice to meet you. And then the door closes and you hear it lock. So in front of you is an empty room, also very well decorated with a lot of ornate things and um, very romantically lit, we'll say. Very like mood lighting vibes and um, faintly. In the background, you can hear what sounds like the Ungrateful Undead playing. <laughs> and uh, at the desk sits Ronan. She is fully dressed. Uh, nice. She's covered basically head to toe, but you can see just her face and her hands. Her, uh, her nails are immaculate. Her makeup is done perfectly. She is beautiful and intimidating and... Um, When she sees the four of you standing there, she says, Excuse me for not preparing a better welcoming. I was unaware that we had a meeting today. That's all right. You know, some things slip through the cracks sometimes. Hamel is uh, sitting on Barbara's shoulder with her uh, arms crossed. She's uh, unhappy. (laughs) I'm confused and think that we're actually trying to sell perfume now. (laughs) (laughs) And try to take the perfume from you to give her a scent. Do you guys want to all roll a perception check for this room? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Let's take a look around. No, not great. 11. All right, so <laughs> to 
everyone except for Marrow, the room just looks really nice. And uh, the only other thing that you discern from looking around Marrow is that some of the stuff in this room has a weird... There's a weird vibe. You you can really pick up on vibes from being in so many different rooms and with so many different crowds. Sometimes you can just tell when it's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. You don't really get that vibe from this room, but it is a little off. You don't feel like you're going to bomb, but you also don't think you could just kill it in this room without trying. <laughs> okay. So that's the vibe you're picking up. It seems like there's probably some magic shit going on in here. You just don't know what it is. Ronan Shadow looks at you and says, uh, what can I help you boys with? Jerry sent us. Would you like the perfume? <laughs> she says, well, are you trying to sell me perfume or did Jerry send you? Uh, well, it's a bit of a business and pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> she says, okay, okay, first the perfume. And okay, she holds great. out her hand. And I give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> she whispered to Pommel, what's going on here? Pommel's she... very upset. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, unscrews the jar and wafts it under her nose. And do you, do um, you smell that uh, that subtle undertone of lilac in there? She says it smells like pond water. Um, oh, I will not. You will not be buying this uh, perfume. I'm sorry. It, it is. It is for elves exclusively in their senses. She's uh, high end clients only. She says, "Well, that is a shame." Here you are, and she hands it back to you. What is this business with Jerry? You may not have been able to smell on the air the the scent of fire going on, but uh, the Iron Dong has been set on fire recently. These, these two here actually went inside of there. Uh, I, I guess it was really going up in flames. This started in the second floor, because, well, from what we can tell. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we were just wondering, uh, do you know anything about that? Uh, maybe if you have any ideas who might have set such a fire... Did did he did Jerry have any enemies or were there people you know speaking unsavory things about him lately? Yeah, are any of the uh, Johns over here talking about how they were going to burn down a building? <laughs> uh, she looks a little distraught and says, "I can't believe that someone would burn down the Dong. <laughs> such a <laughs> such a special place." And then she just kind of looks looks off longingly for a second and says. I haven't heard anything, but I'm not really involved in a lot of the day-to-day operations around here. I handle more important matters. She says, uh, Jerry doesn't have a lot of enemies, although there are people who um, have sought out his ability to find very rare artifacts. And um, in the past, people have made purchases from him uh, in relation to some of his travels and some of his collections. So possible that somebody wanted something he had but wasn't able to get it and so burned the tavern down to cover up their robbery um i don't know who that would be because i haven't uh i haven't had anyone bring me information on that so if you could give me a couple of hours i might be able to ask some of my informants and figure out if there's uh some more information to give you and she looks around and says how do you know jerry Pommel thinks about this and says, I, I don't think uh, they would really need to burn down the place because as far as I can tell, he doesn't really mind if people steal his shit. <laughs> uh, and uh, me, as being the idiot I am, ask, him if he kn- she- ask her if she knows anything about a green orb. <laughs> hey, come on. 
Okay, so she... For all we know, she burnt them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying this out loud, but... She looks at Pommel and says, Jerry's never been much for material possessions. He cares more about his spiritual possessions. And then she looks at Barbara and says, uh, What? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You know the magical green orb that he has. The lettuce, the the the, the heads of lettuce that he has she, in his in his she, kitchen. She looks at you. And, it was and definitely shrugs. not lettuce. I don't know. <laughs> I heard a legend that it was a compact shovel. You know anything about that? She, Barbara. She looks around yeah. and she's like, oh, Jerry does keep strange company sometimes. Um, is there anything <laughs> else I can do to help you? Um, I don't know. Is there? She, she she cocks an eyebrow at Keth and says, perhaps when you're done with your adventures. Hmm. Let's get out of here. Uh, uh, do you know Do you know much about Pop-Tart MacGuffin? When you say Pop-Tart MacGuffin, she kind of sits up in the chair and she said, Jerry wants you to talk to Pop-Tart. He, he mentioned that he's an associate of his? She she laughs a little and says, "Well, good luck with Pop Tart. He's a very difficult person." Well, and I don't know if you've noticed, but we're very difficult people as well. It's like <laughs> I did notice, but you should you should know he's um, a very shrewd businessman, and he doesn't have time for games, and um, he doesn't take kindly to what he calls young whippersnappers. So no perfume sales. I wouldn't try to sell him your pond water, no. <laughs> well, it was from the lake, like, to be fair. This guy's like 240 years old. He's an elf, so no young whippersnappers here. That's right. I'm older than all of you. That's fair. Well, uh, just a heads up, and you didn't hear this from me, but Pop-Tart has a very special kind of training. He wasn't always a pipe shop owner. He uh, used to be a rogue. And from mm. what I understand, he was very, very skilled at it. So, not a person that you want to trifle with. So, we might get seriously hurt on this adventure. No, he's not especially violent, but he's not the kind of person who will uh, entertain vagaries or childish antics, we'll say. And she she winks at Pommel. What's that supposed to mean? That's <laughs> why so I should keep my mouth shut. She says, uh, Oh, nothing, dears. Well, I hope you all have uh, a fruitful adventure no, no, no. to, to no, see no, Pop-Tart. No. Hold on, what did that mean, lady? <laughs> Pommel does not like this lady. Uh, Barbara likes everybody. She says, I think you'll find it especially hard to deal with Pop-Tart. Isn't Pop-Tart a gnome himself? Mm-hmm. He what? is. Okay, and then she says, well, best of luck to you. I hope Fortune finds you well. And uh, if you want to check back in later, then I might be able to dig up some information on where you should look for the uh, people responsible for the fire at the Iron Dog. Sounds wonderful. Thank you for your help. All right, great. Before... Are we, are we good here? <laughs> I, slap, I uh, slap Barbara on the back of the head and tell him I want to get out of here. Um, before we go... Nope. Is there any way to heal back my two hit points that I got taken away? She looks at you and says, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then, she, <laughs> and then she claps her hands and the room that you were in changes to what looks to be like a very normal, nondescript 
tavern room that you might rent for the night. There's oh, it's very bare. So we search for the secret entrance because <laughs> no, it's just a secret passageway, and got to this room to like, warn. Yeah, but she's like friendly with us and stuff, so I don't yeah, want to. Like, I don't uh, want to burn bridges that we just made. So you you open the door to the room and you're back in the corridor, uh, and now you can, you've come out of the first door on the right towards the um, lobby of this building. What would happen if we went back through the ornate door? There is no ornate door now. Oh. I suggest we head over and try and uh, speak to Pop Tart, see what we can find out from this guy. He seems like kind of a dick, but we'll see what we can figure out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to take a piss, so I'm going to break for just a second. Yes, I do as well. Cool, I'll be back. Yeah, same here. All right. Okay, I'm back. So you guys have a, uh, say, a 30-minute walk to the west side uh, to try to figure out where the pipe shop that Pop-Tart owns is. And it's getting a little late, but um, you guys are walking down the street and talking uh um is there yeah, anywhere we're we so can get like, <laughs> like, uh, we're, we're, i guess we're just walking food, around kind of like, awkwardly animal food i guess we got food in our pockets barb animal food not bread why do you need animal food you don't have any animals i do have an animal uh, it's a squid uh, what do squids eat so uh, really you fish? want more squid food than yeah. animal food i guess <laughs> like they eat fi- small fish i guess even the ones inside jars? Yeah. How, don't in the jar because I don't stand? have a big uh, thing for it to be inside of. Yeah, a big tank? Yeah. So is it happy in there? Or? That's you really squished. Uh-huh. I should get a bigger jar. But if I got a bigger jar, it wouldn't be able to fit my pocket. Is the jar enchanted in some way to keep the squid alive? or? Not really. It doesn't really need to move around and stuff. It just needs enough water to keep itself moist. Mm. Cool. <laughs> I'm uh, sitting on Barb- Barbara's shoulder, uh, glaring at Kef. I don't know if you can tell now. I can't. I'm blind. <laughs> well, I don't know how good your senses are. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, Pommel, you, you seem pissed off. What's going on? <laughs> not, not a big fan of uh, that brothel lady. You guys. Well, I thought she was nice. Yeah, I know. I could tell. She seemed fine. I don't know. Mm. She. What did do you guys know what she meant by uh, he won't take kindly to you and like winked at a promo or whatever she did? Yeah, I, I maybe don't... he just doesn't like other gnomes or something. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. We we haven't met him yet, so it's hard to say. So, where are you from? Where are you from, Kath? You look strong. I am strong. Uh, I'm not from uh, this area. I'm not. Well, I'm actually not from this this world at all. I'm not from this plane. I uh, I come from the uh, the Feywild, which is uh, I don't know if you know anything about that. It's 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 sort of like the uh, perfect version of of this world, except uh, untouched by human hands. It's it's very uh, it's full of nature and and, and unbound magic. Unbound magic. Are there just no humans or? Uh, no, there's there's no humans there. It's a, it is a land inhabited by uh, Eladrin elves such as myself and um, other fae creatures, fairies and, and the like. Gnomes? Uh, no, no gnomes. Mm. Mm. 
Only those touched by uh, the Fae. What is the Fae? It's um, magic. I know magic. Yes, but you're you not think... a fake. You're not a fake creature. Now you think you're better than me? I am better than you. I know that. Uh, okay. Well. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> I'm better than I, than everyone here. That's. I believe He's that's controlling quite me, clear. So I, if I uh, well, if I swap you, that's not my control. I would like to see you try and slap me, friend. I am extremely quick. Uh, as I'm gonna uh, direct Barbara to uh to start walking a little slower so they can uh, get a few spaces ahead of us, and I'm gonna whisper, "This asshole's blind. When we get that orb, it's gonna be real easy to steal. And I know you're <laughs> wow. and I know you're able to kick that other guy's ass because he doesn't look very strong at all. Okay, maybe we can we do you have to be that mean? <laughs> look, you heard what that guy said. He said he's better than me. You know he thinks he's better than you. That is true. Yeah, fuck that guy. Just because I'm dumb doesn't mean he's better. Yeah, he thinks he's he thinks he's so smart because he talks in a fancy voice, and he's from <laughs> some other better world. The other guy is okay though. I actually think I heard him do an interview with the king. <laughs> and he, king said the N word, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should uh let the other guy in on our plan. Uh, I don't know. They seem to be getting along. That's true. Uh, I yell over to uh, Kath. What, you do magic, or what's your deal? Uh, no, I don't do magic. Um, I trained in a monastery for uh, 75 years, uh, honing my my strength and my dexterity. Uh, so I am Seems I'm, like a martial, a I'm a martial arts expert. Seems like a waste. You know, touched by the Fae and all, not even doing any magic. Well, just because I'm touched by the Fae doesn't mean that I have to have magic abilities. Seems like a waste. Well, uh, what you see as a waste, I see as a gift. Mm. <laughs> you see it, huh? <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, you're better than all of us. I think we're, there's a couple things we're a little better at. Uh, maybe uh, taking a look around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, hey, I, like I said earlier, I'm a bit of a blunt guy. There's no need you, to go you that You set me far. off a little bit with a... I'm so much better, Faye, Faye, Faye stuff. I apologize. I don't know. I forgive you. It's uh, it is <laughs> it is to err is to be human, and you are human and an error, so that's quite wow. all right with me. <laughs> Maybe we should let him in our plan. Jeez. Hey, how good can this guy hear you think? Uh, pretty good actually. Yeah, fuck. Maybe he even heard our plan. I certainly Should did. Ask him. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, try and stop this asshole. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I think there's just a bit of a misunderstanding. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not used to this world. Perhaps I, I still have some things to learn. I, I did say I'm better than you, but I'm not a perfect creature by any means. No skin off our bones, you know. To air is Elvin. No big deal. That's right. To air is Elvis. <laughs> I don't like this guy. Can you admit that you're bad at something, um, Keith? Well, Keith is not <laughs> yeah, my name. Cool, Keith. <laughs> I am the original Black Elf. Sure. Barbara sure. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bad at magic. Yeah, I'd say. I'm also not a very good swimmer. Mm, not good at. Oh yeah, I'm terrible at swimming. We could drown him. Yeah, no, not good we... at social. Not good at social cues or uh, making friends or. No, I understand. Uh, you don't. You don't like me very much. That's fine with me. You were kind of being uh, 
conceded, though. Sure. That, that's an error I have. We're getting a fight. I hope you're really fucking good at it. Because you suck at <laughs> well, everything. Yeah, else. he took 75 years of training. I think he'd be pretty good at it, uh, Pommel. Well, yeah, we'll see. Now, Barbara, I like you. You've got a good <laughs> head on your shoulders, my friend. He's you got may a not, good, uh, you may not be. Well, let me tell you something. You may not. You may not be the smartest person, but you're very wise. I have two heads on my shoulders, actually. Yeah. That, well, <laughs> that's strange. But, <laughs> no, well, I have my what am I to say is strange? On. I'm a blind elf. That's not that weird. Are we almost at this guy's house? Okay, so. Do we barge in or do we. Well, let's, what does it look like on the outside? Uh, it looks like like a bodega, kind of. Nice. Is there a cat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a couple of cats. They're um. Hey. They're pretty Barbara. sleepy looking and and rather obese. They just kind of uh are chilling. There's one outside and there's one inside. The one inside is sitting in some sort of like uh box that it's all rolled up in into a ball, and then the one outside is just kind of laying on its side in front of the door. Can I animal them? Can I handle these animals? Can I use my animal abilities? Do, to... do you have a like an end in mind, or you just want to <laughs> coax one of these cats into following us? I want to coax one of them us? to like follow us around. Yeah, kind of. Now, now, what day of the week problem. is it in the game as well? Because I, I think uh, it, it's harder to handle these animals on Mondays. <laughs> Why would it be? Oh Why my god. <laughs> Barbara pulls lasagna from his pocket. <laughs> we stole uh, some of that from the tavern for sure. It is. Uh, we're going to say it's Monday. Roll a hand, handle oh, a handle no. check and we're going to see what happens. Yeah, Barbara put almost all of his points <laughs> in the handle animal. Oh, there it is. Oh, I got 10 points in the animal. Let's check. 23. <laughs> all right. So with your 23 handle animal check, you do actually produce a piece of lasagna from your coat. The cat seems... I want both of them. The cat seems quite <laughs> And, uh... Yeah, I mean, he's your friend. He jumps up on your shoulder next to Pommel, and uh, he just kind of settles in. Now, can I do another check with the other? <laughs> well, we haven't gone in yet. You've only got one shoulder free. <laughs> yeah, the the cat inside no, he, is, he's asleep. It's not, it's totally unaware of your existence. Can I wake it up? <laughs> how, do you wake, how do you wake the cat up? He is a half look. He's got wide shoulders. I, well, well let me just let me just talk to you for a second here, Barbara. <laughs> now, now, if you're friends with one of the guy's cats, you know that that might endear you to him. That might make him uh, like you a little more. If, if you're obviously trying to steal <laughs> all of his cats, I don't know if we gain that advantage anymore. I don't know. It's up to you. You're your own person and everything. But uh, I don't know what you're talking about. But I want both cats. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think you misunderstood this, that he this was man trying has to... a crazy cat ability that I've never seen before. <laughs> I don't think he was trying to get on, magics. get on the guy's good Honestly, side. Honestly, they should have put he just more points the cat. in <laughs> um, okay. I pet the cat. Oh, wait. Okay, so you, you pet the second cat. It uh, looks at you and purrs a little bit and continues laying in a ball in the bed. Ignoring me, okay. Handle animal. Oh, not, not great. 
Wow. It's literally the only thing he's good at. <laughs> I mean, a 15 is fine. It's not a messed up, but... Uh, with a 15, the cat is, like, it's it seems chill with you. It's not, not yeah. that interested. Alright. I weave that cat. Okay, so, so we look around inside? You are now standing inside, run-down bodega-looking vibe in here. It's, um... Some of the shelves are half empty, but uh, most of them are full of different types of tobacco and um, a bunch of pipes. Some of them look cheap. Some of them are ornate. Uh, For whatever reason, up along the top of the wall, there's like a border of display boxes. And in each box is a different set of flatware. You don't know what that flatware but there's a bunch of flatware in display boxes along the ceiling. Knives and forks type of thing. Ah. The uh, shelves are full of tobacco products, and there's no one sitting at the desk that you can see. I pick up one of the pipes and blow into it like a horn and put it back. (laughs) Just because I'm small and I can do that. Bruce, do we have any, like, gold on us? You each have, I'll say, ten gold pieces. Okay, because I would be interested in buying some of this wacky tobacco from... uh... (laughs) Pop tart here. If he was here, where the hell is this guy? What kind of shop is he running? Is there like a yeah a bell or something? I mean, it's a classic bodega. There's never anybody at That's the true. register when you walk in. There is a bell on the counter. Ring it. I ring. It. Should we ch- look around before we oh, yeah. uh, ring this bell? Should we try and? Uh, I mean, if you want to, see yeah, if we check. perceive anything yeah. special. You guys can always roll perception checks if you think there's something that you might be missing in, in a new place. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to point mine specifically at the flatware boxes, but seeing as I have a four, uh, they look like- I-, I can't even barely tell they're there. <laughs> they-, they look nice. That's what you think about the flatware. Okay. Like nice well, spoons. Once again, Paul can't even boy. see them. <laughs> I can't um, see the flatware because they're on the top shelves. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got. Wow, you got 24. Yeah, man. I'm perceptive as hell. Keth, you see everything that. I previously described. I want. I want to try like to get a sense of if there's like some weird shit in here, like like the some magic. Or yeah, traps, like there's some weird. Tra- yeah, exactly. Wires. Not trip wires exactly, but just like some some odd, What's like your, something out of place. There's nothing that's specifically out of place, but your perception check will let you kind of piece together that maybe. From what you've been told about Pop-Tart and the kind of appearance of this place and all this other stuff, you think you should be cautious because if he was at one point a formidable rogue, then it's not really the sort of place where you want to just like fuck with shit because there could be booby traps all over the place. Mm -hmm. And um, in terms of his personality, all they told you is that he was he was kind of a an ornery dude. But um, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you with your perception check that what it seems like people have been hinting about with Pop-Tart is that he's very difficult to negotiate with. And so I don't want to metagame too much, but I'll just say that any of your roles against like talking to him are going to be really high because of his stats. Okay. Could he he, like look at the flatware or whatever and see if there's booby traps on those so we have a possibility of taking them? You're not. I I will, as in character with my check, I'll say, hey, gang, I think it would. What voice is that? I don't know who that is. Uh, (laughs) uh, It might be best not to touch uh, things in here. All right. I think Pop Tart has 
some sort of surveillance system or maybe some traps in place so maybe keep our hands to ourselves all right all right well i i kind of want to get some of this tobacco so i'm gonna go ahead and ring this bell now from the back you hear uh, a little bit of shuffling and then you hear somebody say oh, god damn it all right all right i'm coming i'm coming and then from the back shuffles out a gnome character he's a little uh a little gruff He's wearing a cloak with his hood pulled back. He's carrying the same kind of long, big cigarette that you saw Jerry smoking. He also has a knife that he wears on his waist. He's a little shabby, but you can tell that all of his clothes are a fine make. I'll tell you that his his clothes look masterwork. So he's he's wearing a masterwork long knife, and he's wearing masterwork clothes. So he either is rich or at one point had money or was in touch with some people who made him some very fine like armor and weaponry um and that's okay that's what he's still wearing so it's a little worn but he you can tell that he like has good taste and is outfitted for what you know you would assume would be rogue stuff just looking at him he doesn't look like we just woke him up out of bed no, he was just hanging out in the back because he didn't expect okay. anybody to be coming in. It's a little late, so he was probably doing the books for the day or something. He says, uh, all right, what what the hell y'all want? Hey, uh, I just met this guy, Jerry, uh, over at the Iron Dong, and he was smoking some good shit. He said he got it here, uh, so I just wanted to come purchase some of that and uh, just trying to find out, like, maybe, what do you think of Jerry? He's a seemed like a good guy to me. He's like... Ah, uh, Jerry's a goddamn hippie, but, uh, man, plays a good fiddle, he's got good taste in tobacco, he winks at you, and then he says, you want what Jerry's got, how much gold, what are you looking for? Well, uh, let's see, I got ten gold pieces to last me the rest of my life, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say I, I'd be willing to part with, uh, let's say four of these gold pieces for some good shit. Four gold pieces, hmm, alright, hell. I'll get you something real quick. He shuffles off in the back, and then a couple minutes later, he comes back. This time with a third cat following him out of the <laughs> back room. Uh, the cat jumps onto the counter. He puts down on the counter a uh, leather pouch, and he says, I'm cutting you a deal just because Jerry sent you this way, but uh, there's a couple ounces of that tobacco in here with some uh, just a, a free pipe and you know some of the papers that Jerry likes, and he's like... Uh, there's also a couple of smokes for Jerry, and he hands you a small patch. He says, if you see Jerry again, give him this pouch. I owe him that much. He's got a, I got some debts to Jerry, so just pass those along to him. Tell him I'll see him when I see him, but these are for you. He holds out his hand for the gold. Yeah, I hand that over. So what have you been up to this evening? He kind of looks around. And he says, fucking kicking it, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it's been a while since he saw Jerry? Uh, It's been couple months at least i mean last time he came through he got he got all laced up gave him everything he would need for quite some time he said he had some shows coming up but uh i know he's been back in town since he left for that so uh, yeah i mean just been a while I haven't made my way uh down to that part of town in a little bit just been keeping to myself could i check the uh tobacco to see if there's any like poison i don't know what could happen <laughs> I mean, he is the guy that burned down the thing. Well, you can try to discern his motive, sense motive, <clears throat> if you want to roll that, Barbara. Sense motive? Where is this? 
It's all alphabetical, dude. By the way, I rolled a, uh, a handle animal when the third cat came out, but I just got a six. It looks at you and meows a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I got a two, so I didn't think. Uh, your sense motive, you <laughs> you can't tell. It, you can't read anything. You cannot discern anything from the way Pop-Tart is behaving. And also, can I roll handle animal as well? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the third cat sees the first cat sitting on your shoulder and kind of cocks its head a little bit, and then it just licks its paw and lays down on the counter. God damn. And then, so like before, before you know, before I try to ask anything to have to do with what we've got going on here, would it would it be good for me to use my high diplomacy to try to? I mean, I've kind of made a report a little bit with uh, Pop Tart. Maybe do I use that before I start asking about, about things instead of being blunt as uh, that hasn't worked out so well for me so far? Yeah, I would say that for things like diplomacy, that's a lower role for Pop-Tart than like an intimidate check would be, is what I'll say. Is that there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's not going to be good for you to roll against him um, or you can roll anything. But like a lot of them are really high. Diplomacy is something that I'll give you a more fair roll on. Like my my idea is I'm gonna you know just come out and a- ask him about the fire and stuff like that. Would it be good to like roll a diplomacy for that, or should I just you know so that I don't come off as <laughs> the asshole I've kind of been so far? Also, could I roll an appraise check on uh, that stuff that uh, uh, Marrow just brought? Uh, yes and yes. So what I'll say for the diplomacy roll is you roll the diplomacy, and then depending on how high it is, will be. Like, he's not going to, like, kick you out of the shop or anything, but uh, depending on how high you roll is how much easier getting additional information will be. Okay. Okay, so that's a fair diplomacy. So he'll be kind of skeptical, but if you, you know, if you ask the right questions, he'll give you some information. (laughs) All right, so Amal appraises the tobacco, and it seems like... It was a fair deal, if not a little bit cheap, considering the quality of the, the tobacco. Oh, all right, so he's on the up and up. Pop-Tart, Mr. Pop-Tart. Great deal you just gave me. I really appreciate that. Uh, I just had a question because, I don't know, did you happen to hear anything about the Iron Dong having been set on fire this evening? He looks at you, and uh, he pulls a different pouch out and starts rolling up a, a giant cigarette of some other tobacco and says heard the goddamn thing burn down yeah that's right i was out there i, I tried to help out with the uh you know the fire line out there but geez it was just really going it's like you were you were out there dumping water onto the fire well <laughs> he sung- I, I don't know if you've ever heard of me my name is uh miro marco and i'm a I'd say a, a middlingly uh, famous bard traveling this land in my home country. I'm kind of a big deal, but uh, here I've, I've been having a little trouble finding my footing. So what I was doing was I was trying to help the, raise the morale, uh, but those buckets really started flying once I started talking to the folks. He he stops rolling his cigarette to look at you and goes, all right, uh, well, uh, what do you want to know about the fire? Yeah, I was just wondering, did you hear anything about it like do you have any idea maybe you know what could have started it who could have started it if somebody did uh did you have any ideas on that front well i didn't hear anything specific about it not really anybody that i know that doesn't like jerry i mean don't get me wrong he's a goddamn hippie but right like i said plays the hell out of that fiddle most people like him so somebody 
were to burn down his tavern, you know, it would have had to have been over something pretty important. I don't really know Jerry to make those kinds of enemies. So the only thing I can think of is somebody wanted something he has, but he doesn't keep that much around. Most of his money's invested in other things or, you know, given away. Yeah, he's deep in on orbs, I know. You said uh, he might want something. Other people have asked also said that whoever started the fire probably wanted something. Have you heard about his uh, green orb that he ha- said has abilities unknown? He looks at you and he said, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Goddamn well, green well, orb. What the- you guys have been hanging out with Jerry too long. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know he collects magic artifacts, right? Yeah, he likes magic artifacts. He likes fucking rocks. Terry's into yeah, all, all sorts right, of weird well, shit. Well, he said he's he says he's got a magic orb. You don't have to be a jerk to my friend Barbara. <laughs> you're in my oh boy. You're in my goddamn shop, kid. Look, <laughs> all right, I'm not a kid. I'm a gnome. Yeah, the the two of you are both the same size, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't Pop-tart. know. What you're... She is calling you kid. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess you are older than me, probably, because you're all washed up, retired rogue. And I'm a mm. young and happening adventurer, but you don't have to be uh, attentive to me. Whippersnappers, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> he looks at Kathy and he's like, yeah, whippersnappers. Anyway, I don't know anything about Green Orb. All right, that's all you had to say. All right. Would it be smart to sell the rocks we do have to him? Or well, you could ask him else? if he's interested I'm in these rocks. Se- I'm not selling shit to this guy. <laughs> and yeah. I can t- and I-, I have a feeling he's not interested in rocks, based on some <laughs> of the stuff he's been saying. Puckdar, are you interested in rocks? <laughs> what do you- What the hell are you talking about? Uh, uh, he was asking if you were a fan of the Ungrateful Undead. Uh, yeah. You do like that rock music? He's- uh, yeah, they're fine, man. I mean, I like the party. You know, whatever. Oh hell yeah, brother. Do you do you know who who owned the tavern before? Ooh, good question. Hmm. I'd have to go check my records. I don't remember... I don't even know if it was a tavern before. I think he built mm. out half that building and turned it into a tavern when he purchased it. How, how, how did he come to, to purchase it? Do, 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 do you know? Was it was it through, um, you know, on the up and up? Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he did a lot of touring. He saved his money. And then uh, I know that he made some profitable trades with some of his... Goddamn rocks and shit. I know that uh, in one of those trades, he was given uh, the deed to some land in town. I believe he he sold that land and then purchased the uh, tavern with the proceeds from that. Who did he sell those rocks to? He looks down his nose at Pommel and he's like, I don't know. All right. You guys can uh, talk to this guy. I'm going to wait outside. Um, Before I weave with Pommel, do you have any aquatic food? He looks at you and then looks around the room and says, I don't even know. He looks at, at Keth and uh, Marrow and says, Can, you guys know what the fuck this guy is talking about? <laughs> okay, there's it's, no it's, need to it's a long story. act like that. <laughs> I have a squid in do, my do pocket you... <laughs> and I, I need food uh, for it. Uh, do, does your squid eat tobacco? <laughs> uh, you're too young for that. Well, do you, do you perhaps feed your uh, cats here fish, maybe? No, they eat outside. I don't. They're outside cats. I don't know. Oh, okay, oh actually, um, before I go as well, are you okay with me just taking this cat? <laughs> <laughs> he looks. He looks at you, 
and uh, he's like, I, "It's a, it's a cat, man. I don't, I don't really care that much." Wow, you're rude to this <laughs> animal. I'm gonna go with Pummel. All right. Okay. Yeah, he, he, he loves. All right. He loves cats. Uh, I love all thing. animals, actually. What's what's uh do you, what's your relationship like with uh with a uh, Rowan uh, Ronan Ronan Shadow? You boys been over to Ronan's place? Stop by to check out the merchandise, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know you boys been all over town tonight. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were really horny. <laughs> How's she doing? She, I mean, I've just met her, but she seems to be doing well. Yeah, she's you, a smart lady. She 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 spoke highly of you as well. Uh, she's an old friend. You're not in the room. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we met a long time at one of Jerry's shows. Ooh. She didn't have any information for you? Uh, she said she might do some digging for us and to stop by later. Hmm. She normally knows what's going on in town. I wonder if your, uh, little friend offended her. What, what do you have against, against our little friend? Kinda seems like a rude ass to me. Well, you know, all gnomes are the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of elf humor, my friend. I'm just joking. <laughs> Pop Tart just shakes his head and says, "God damn, Jerry hangs out with some weird people." Uh, so, yeah, so, so you don't think that there was like any anyone trying to get back at Jerry for anything? No, that, that you could think of. Yeah, not get back at Jerry, but uh, I know that there have been a bunch of people who want to. Uh, make some purchases from him and and a lot of times he's not willing to sell so i wouldn't be surprised if someone was looking for something that he had and um he wasn't willing to come off they might be trying to strong arm him all right well pop tot thank you for your help and for your um tobacco yeah thanks for this this is great shit it's it's the it's the best anywhere you're never gonna find better it's my special well you've never been to the fey wild my friend no. He's like I, uh, I'm I'm in touch with the Fey. They like it too. Don't worry. Okay. Fair enough. He says, uh, "And Marrow, before you go, from his breast pocket produces a very small silver spoon. He gives it to you and says, for good luck.' Wow. Thanks. So yeah, I, I don't touch that shit anymore. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do appreciate this. This is great. Thank you. Yeah. He winks at you and says, uh, "Y'all be careful." Thanks for the help. Anytime. And then, um, yeah, he walk, he shuffles into the back, and uh, the the two cats follow him. Does a spoon actually give him good luck, or is it? Well, I don't know. I haven't even looked at this thing hardly yet. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna examine the spoon I was given. <laughs> Appraise is a one. I don't want to do that. Knowledge is a one. Uh, I guess perception it is. I've got a two there. I guess I could hold it up and say, hey, you guys, look at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could take a look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to touch this thing for me? Sure. I really look at that hard. <laughs> and good. It, okay, so... Keth, 26, by the way. Yeah, you know from your experience with uh, magical items and other things and your super high perception check that the spoon is enchanted... And um, I think with a easy knowledge arcana roll, you would be able to tell what kind of magic. It's definitely an enchanted spoon. Well, oh, not great. <laughs> oh boy. 
Are you guys uh, still inside the building? No, we're we're outside now because we wanted to get away from him. And okay. Let him get on with his night. Can uh can I can I help uh do a knowledge arcana roll or does it have to be tied to the perception? No, you know now that it's a magic spoon. Okay. Pommel's uh sitting with her arms crossed on a tree stump, but she goes over to help. Okay. Yeah, Pommel, could you take oh, a? Yeah. It's a stealth spoon. Mm-hmm. Whoever carries the spoon gets a plus two to stealth rolls and can move at a normal speed without making sound. Mm. Man, are all gonna, that all that for four gold pieces. I, I really need it. Are Great you gonna, purchase uh, tonight. Keep that for yourself or are you gonna give that to a Well I'll tell you what, that is my that is my silver spoon, but if it'll help uh, us figure out what's going on, I'll definitely loan it out to somebody. Uh, if it seems like we need to do that. Maybe I can walk into a fury building not making a sound. I don't think it'll help you much as a giant half-orc. Right, <laughs> yeah, you're you're not a very stealthy type of guy. Okay, so what do you guys think? What's our next move? Uh, it, well, might be, it might be prudent to talk to uh, Jerry again. I think, is the I mean, the fire, is that still gone or has it died out? Because I think we should probably look around in the tavern and see if we can yes. tell where it started from. I agree. Ooh, good idea. And uh, you can go check out the tavern. Well, either either way, yeah, we'll go to the tavern. If it's died down, we'll check it out. If we need to, we can talk to Jerry if it's still going. Or we can do both. Assuming he's still there. Keth seems like he's pretty good at uh, figuring out what's going on. So, thank you. He does a really good perception. Okay, uh, so you guys are leaving. As you leave, the cat jumps off of Barbara and goes back to the doorway. Aw. Aw. I'll miss you. <laughs> Well, that's Mondays for you. Is the fire still going, Bruce? No, it's burned down from just being mostly burnt out, and then the uh, bucket brigade and the drizzle has most. It's just mostly smoldering. Is this the, is the fire marshal still there? No, it's pretty empty. Uh, okay. Jerry's not there. The fire marshal's not there. Just a couple of people hanging out, making sure that <clears throat> no new fires start. Um, but yeah, you can inspect the the rubble. Yeah, guess we should go in. Yeah, I'd like to go inside. Uh, our broken door. Yeah, the door's broken. Remember, you knocked on it and it collapsed. Yeah, well, what does it look like inside now that it's uh, the fire's dead? Like a burned up building. Okay. Not a lot going on. Um, it collapsed a little bit more, but the wall leading to Jerry's quarters is still partially intact, and then his room is still, <laughs> you know, I mean, everything in there is burned, but it's still there, and then there's like some some railing and some stuff left on the second floor, but the, the stairs are totally collapsed and most of the tables and things in the, the main room are burned up. Would there be a way to, like, could I do, like, an acrobatics check maybe to, to try and hop upstairs? Well, I'm a big old giant. I could probably just grab onto the second floor and hold myself up. Or maybe he could climb you to go up. Uh, you guys can do any combination of that that you want. I don't know if it's going to be able to support the weight of Barbara. Ah, I got an idea. Uh, pommel is tiny. Can you just, like, you could, walk you over could just there? Toss and, yeah, I, just yeah, toss yeah, I'll toss there. Pommel. Yeah. Should I do, like, an acrobatics check or something to make sure I don't care? An acrobatics check for Pommel to make sure that she doesn't get hurt being thrown up to a second floor by a half-orc barbarian. <laughs> well, if he, just, if he just picks her up and puts his arm up to the second floor, can she just walk off? Or, or is it not that tall? Does... That would be a. I'll get, that's a climb check, and it would be like an easy climb check. 
Well, okay. My, my uh, acrobatics are zero and climbs negative two, so I'm gonna do acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ooh, boy. <laughs> Barbara kind of overthrows you, and you just end up like bouncing off the ceiling and then dropping onto the second floor and kind of rolling. You don't take any damage, but it's not graceful and it doesn't look cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, oh, sorry. That's Keth, all right. Sorry, buddy. Keth, with your normal roll, you're able to just kind of like hop off of one thing and just kind of catch an elbow up and then roll over to the second floor like Ninja Warrior style. Cool. Wait, so there's two people up there, and yet... I, I weigh 100 pounds. Right. I weigh 50 pounds. You weigh more than 150 pounds. You're a barbarian wow. in your half. <laughs> Should I like search around downstairs? Or? Yeah, it looks dirty up there. I'm not going up there. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look around for a cellar, maybe. Yeah. Mm, should I help you? Yeah, I, I kind of want to look for like the most charred place up here, like where it would look like took the most yeah. damage or something. Well, Hummel, you go look for loot. We've never been up here before, Bruce. So what's up here? It's just a second floor. It's like a corridor that's got a balcony by where the stairs are, and then on the opposite wall are like five or six rooms that would have been used for um, renting out to different tavern patrons. So you go through the rooms. There's nothing of interest in particular, but you do see that in the room that would have been above Jerry's quarters, you know, the room's pretty burned out, but there looks to be a... um, like a perfectly circular hole burned in the middle of the floor, mm. and that strikes you as odd. Mm. Yeah. I go and bur- try to kick down the wall that we tried to kick down earlier. <laughs> <laughs> to show it who's boss. You're pissed at it. <laughs> yeah. You get your axe out. Oh, uh, yeah. So should I do <laughs> an attack? I'm sure. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We've got. I, wait, I, wait. I, Barbara, I, you, hold on. Barbara, I see you getting out your axe. Let me just say. Our friends are upstairs, okay? We have no idea what's up with this wall. I get you guys have a beef. Uh, <laughs> Should I check the wall? <laughs> but uh, I-, I don't think this is a good time. Wait for them to come down at least. All right, all right. How big is this uh, hole? Three foot diameter. And it just leads down into Jerry's quarters? Yeah, it's big so enough. It's, it's like a, it's just, the hole looks like it was cut or it was burned through. It doesn't look like it was cut, but it looks like it's it's a little perfect to just be like regular fire. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And it's definitely big enough for, you know, someone of large human size to get through. Can I do a knowledge arcana check to see if this was burned with a spell? Sure. Man. Uh, you don't know for certain. Okay. Can I climb down? Yeah, sure. Uh, and I kind of want to. I just want to look to see if, like, there's a, like, a log of who, like, was in this room, like, who rented out this room. If, 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 if like, Jerry has the log in his, in his desk, if that wasn't burned or anything. The desk is burned. Okay. <laughs> and there there was a log book, and... Uh, is the log book there? Uh, there is... And is it uh, burned? Yeah, it is there, and it is burned. There's scraps of leather and burnt-up pages. You can see... You can make out the first few pages, but towards the end of the logbook where current patrons would have been listed is pre-burned. Damn. Can I look around in this room to see uh, if there's anything? 
And like anything left over or anything like upstairs? Yeah, I'm still upstairs in the other room. I didn't jump down. There's nothing I've noticed. The the only interesting thing in the room is the hole in the floor. Okay, like they didn't leave behind like a like a note that said I'm the one who did this or anything. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't leave a confession letter that okay. made it that made it through the fire. Keth, can can you check the wardrobe to see if there's any neat clothing there? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Can I open that up? Yeah. The wardrobe is totally burned. There was a fire in this building. <laughs> that doesn't mean everything's Pommel. burned up. Pommel, What's I up? yelled for you to go search for anything of actual value upstairs. Right, I go around and uh, I do a sweep of the rooms. You don't find anything of value. Damn it. Oh, dang. All right, and I was kind of poking around downstairs trying to see if there was like a basement that might have any clues. Did I find anything like that, or is it just not a worthwhile search uh yeah i mean you found a cellar but there's nothing down there no secret tunnels or anything so now can i go uh burst this wall <laughs> well i'm still upstairs can someone uh, catch me yeah i'll catch you all right uh should i do it do i do an acrobatics check or how's that work that's a is that a dexterity check for because you're yeah. blind <laughs> yeah, maybe Barbara should do this. Yeah. yeah, can Barb catch me? Alright, so well, it's, it's too late. You jump down into Keth's arms. You kind of you kind of both take a tumble. Uh, no damage. No permanent damage. Sorry about that, my friend. Mm, that famous elf dexterity I hear about. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a perfect creature. Yeah, I, du- right. I dust myself off and head over to Barbara. I think what we should do is burst this wall. Well, maybe. But I think we should find Jerry and see if he remembers who checked in last night. Yes. Yeah, that's the best bet. So I am think. I not going to be able to... Maybe I shouldn't wreck this guy's possibly savable house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe that's, uh, you know, you can return for vengeance at a later date. Jerry, the weirdest thing, there was a fire, and then there was just a big hole in your wall that <laughs> someone looked like they just took an axe to. We have no idea how it happened. I could just jump through it. They never know that it was a... There's a half-orc-shaped hole in the wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> of a cartoon. I think we're having a little trouble because we actually don't know where Jerry lives, do we? Nope. I thought, he, like I thought he lived outside. here, right? Yeah, he lived here. He wasn't outside. Where did he go? He said he'd be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Should we wait, sit and wait? Or should I mean, we go to Ronan to see if he picked up You can anything? find it. Yeah, you can go find yeah. a place to stay for the night, or you can go check back in with Ronan. Depends on what you guys want to do. Yeah, I'd like to see what Ronan has to say. All right, but I'm not sleeping there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe you should stay outside this time, Pommel. No, 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 I'm actually, going, you did as well, Barbara. No, 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 no. no. I'll, I'll, we can, we can. <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We should, we should probably. They don't like us. Well, why don't, why don't, why don't you guys guard the front door just in case? Who knows? Oh yeah, the gnome can't do that. Okay, I'll say outside. Okay, so do you guys make your way back over to uh, the white oaks? The white oaks. Yeah. Can I look around at these uh, fruits and vegetables over here on the map? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, sure. We'll stop by the fruit yeah. vendor. Check out some. Produce is, there stands. A, is there a guy there? No, it's it's late at night. They're all like covered. I mean, you can just like take an apple or something if you want. Yeah, I'll like, take a food. You can shovel in my pocket. Okay. Um, is there anything special about these apples? <laughs> <laughs> a golden apple. Uh, you can roll a perception. He just loves to roll. <laughs> um, 
Pommel, do you have any specialness in your... Well, he doesn't really care about <laughs> You're the one who wanted to know. You have to make the roll. I have a negative one perception. What did I nice. Nice. Oh, come on. 18 perception. It is a fucking apple, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, great job, Barbara. Barbara, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you staring at that apple so hard? <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's trying to see if he can move it with his mind. <laughs> um, there is no apple. Is it a green apple or a red <laughs> apple? I couldn't tell from my perception, Jake. Oh. Um, Barbara, all right, so are are you back in the uh, lobby of the White Oaks? They are. Uh, we're standing outside. You guys are kicking rocks outside. Yeah. Um. Cat. So, let's see. Keth and Marrow, you're inside. And... Uh, the same young elf woman is still at the the desk when you get there, and she. Oh, oh we're perfume salesman, and I'm here to have a little bit She says, "Yeah, I thought you might be back to sell some more perfume. Do you want me to call Ronan?" Uh, please. Well, wouldn't Ronan now have a meeting for us? Because he yes, told us yes, to come this back. This time she's <laughs> expecting us. And she she just smiles at you, and then um, she gets up and walks out she goes through the regular door this time and uh then she comes back and opens the door and says she's ready to see you can i come in and uh check out the secret entrance all uh the secret door that we know uh, that was there well but the the girl is gonna stay in the lobby she's not gonna let you just can i do a sneak check or something well i still have my uh, spoon spoon? on me can i use your stealth spoon i can you can distract her i'm small i'll go check it out so should i roll something to distract her Oh god, you guys are gonna get us killed while we're in time. <laughs> uh, you're both, like, to distract her, you're gonna have to roll a high sleight of hand. And then, to make it past her, Palma will have to roll a pretty high stealth check. Wait, it'll have to still be pretty high even if you distracted? Well. Alright, so, I guess. Yeah, your sleight of hand did not work. Uh,. She does not appear. She does not appear interested in. Can I just like block you with my big body? What? I mean, she sees you shuffling towards the door, and <laughs> she sees that there is a gnome walking behind you. I was trying to sprint. Yeah. Her I'm sleight of hand doesn't pocket. work. I'm hiding in his pocket. Can we sprint towards the door just to check it out? <laughs> I'm really curious. Uh, she uh, says, "Can I help you?" <laughs> yeah, what is your where does your door actually go? Can we have a t- tour of your secret door? She says, door? she says no, it's a magic door. I grab uh, uh, Barbara's uh, pant leg and uh, try to get him to uh, leave. Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not strong enough to actually do it, but I'm trying to direct him out out back outside. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, you guys okay. Can... <laughs> All right, so you guys go in. And you walk down the corridor. This time, you go four, do- four doors down to the left. And when you walk through the same ornate door with the uh, doorknob, you're in the same room as you were before. And okay. Ronan is there. And she says, what happened to your two friends? They died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kidding. They, they wanted to stay outside, get a little bit of fresh air. She grins at you and says, uh, how was Pop-Tart? Pop-Tart? Uh, I actually made a real nice connection with that guy. He's a good yeah, dude. he seemed okay to me. Yeah. Once you get he- through that, uh, that exterior, he can be quite useful. 
He spoke of you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What did he say? I don't tell tales out of school. <laughs> oh, a gentleman elf. That's right. Uh, have you heard anything new about the fire? <clears throat> I have. After checking with my sources, it seems that someone was indeed looking for a uh, special type of stone that apparently Jerry keeps on him, and they thought perhaps it was in his uh, his personal abode with the tavern. However, if it wasn't in his quarters, and I'm assuming that he just kept it on him, because it seems like, from what I'm gathering uh, from my sources, the there is a band of collectors, mostly rogues and pirates, but they're trying to... Uh, they're only in the market for these valuable stones for uh, not for their monetary value but for their magical value so apparently Jerry has come into uh, his one of these has come into Jerry's possession I believe that's what they were looking for can you ask them uh, her, her what it does well we can't hear you so I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah he not allowed he, to ask he, questions. he offered us this stone as a reward for helping him Maybe it, I, I assume it must be a different stone because if he's just going to give it to us, it seems like he would give it to them. Mm. I mean, they could just come say, "Hey, I've set the fire now. Give me the stone." <laughs> He'd say, "Well, that's the deal's a deal. Here you go." <laughs> she says, "True." Well, not necessarily. Jerry's a very interesting character, uh, but I believe the people you're looking for are on the outskirts of town, to the north, through the uh, entangled woodlands there and uh the pirate that you're looking for or the thief you're looking for i should say is baron i don't know any more than that but his name is baron hey that's a pretty good uh that's a, way more than we knew before we came here so great job thank you anything we really appreciate that anything for my friend jerry if you ever get the chance you should really see him play oh well, we saw him noodling a bit outside the tavern oh yes he's he likes to do that. Give him my regards. And um, she looks at Keth one more time and she says, uh, oh, and for you, dear. And then she hands you mm -hmm. a tiny a tiny little jar with a cork on it. <laughs> and she is, says, this is... Is it perfume? It's real elf perfume. <laughs> and then she she snaps and the, and the room's vanished again. You're inside a normal room again. What does it smell does like? Does it have a squid inside of it? It smells fucking fantastic, dude. Mmm, I put like, some up. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you, dog. It's not even magical, it's just yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, well, we that's a pretty good lead we've got there. Hello, Fernando, was real fool. Fernando, was real fool. Them do stay. Next time on Roller Players are wonderful. All right, Barbara, go ahead and roll your acrobatics check for this uh, insane thing you're doing. Uh oh. That's a uh, ooh <laughs> natural Ouch. natural one. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, well, Barbara trips over uh, the duster tail, the part of his coat, and um, you fall hard. Uh, you fall hard enough to knock all of the food out of your jacket oh, and my food. 
Unfortunately, yeah. you land on your jar in a very awkward way, and now the jar has been smashed. Wait, did he kill the squid? Is it dead? Well, I can survive in wa- out of water for a little bit, but... Jar's broken. You don't crush the squid, but you did crush the jar. Damn it. Didn't I say something about having, like, a sack of jars with me? Because I'd break <laughs> all of those, too. It's true. You do have jars. Okay, so have you put water your squid into an empty jar. We need to <laughs> you get need to water spend your ASAP. time saying goodbye to your loved one. <laughs> yeah, Barbara rolls around on the floor trying to scoop his squid back up into another <laughs> empty jar. <laughs> Fortunately, this squid is feisty and is trying to escape, like run away. <laughs> okay, Alex, you don't get the bit. <laughs> this is fake. I know. You're supposed to be sad that your squid is dead now. <laughs> we said it wasn't dead. Okay, fine. <laughs>